Well, 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 if it ain't myself, look who it is. Look who's coming down yonder chimney. It's myself. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Glenn Things Stuff Podcast for November the 13th, 2022. What's happening? What's crack-lacking? How is everybody doing? I am doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. Um... I'm getting into the Christmas shopping a little bit. It's Christmas. It's pretty much Christmas. It's November. Decent. We're about like, was it, five or six weeks away from Christmas? And like, I have not really done a lot of Christmas. I've done a little bit of Christmas shopping, but not a whole lot of Christmas shopping just because I've been busy. Um, Every year I tell myself I'm going to get ahead. I'm going to like get everything done. And so I can just relax and enjoy the season. But I think part of Christmas is uh being stressed out about the things that you have to purchase for other individuals. And uh I'm not like I like to give good gifts. I don't want to give gifts that people are like just to give a gift. You know what I mean? I like to give thoughtful gifts. Um you know, when it comes to kids, when it comes to your kids, let's face it. When you get to the end, you're just trying to you're just trying to reach the finish line sometimes, you know, and you're like uh, marshmallows that are shaped like candy canes. Let me just get eight of these to fill up some room. You know, maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but if you have kids, you know, you know, you're you're thoughtful with like the bigger stuff. But as the gifts get smaller and smaller, you're just like, man, just things you know, here's some things you have seen. You see your kids unwrap some stuff. You're like, I even forgot about that. You know, that set of the California raisins. Yeah, uh, reunited nursery. Not nursery home. Not funeral home either. I can't even think of words, man. Nursing home. Nursery home. Nursing home. It's the California Beatles nursing home edition. <laughs> Dad, what is this? Merry Christmas, child. What child is this is what I want to know. What even child is this? But I was thinking about like, uh, I was thinking about bad gifts that you don't want to give to, especially your significant other. You know, there's some rules. You can't just give anything to your significant other because sometimes they will be mad at you if you give them certain things. So there's all kind of stuff. I started thinking about this last week. I was like, what um, What are bad gifts that you don't want to give like your significant other? And um, so there's all kinds of stuff online. I thought I would open the podcast today with a few things just to help you out. You know, because here's what I'm going to do. I'm giving you tips like if you're in a good relationship and you don't want trouble you know if you don't want trouble in that relationship i got you i got your back guys i got your back don't buy this stuff for your old lady if you are in a relationship and you want it to end i got your back buy all this stuff for your old lady <laughs> you know um so here's some stuff that I found on online, um, shapewear of any kind. So, um, I don't even, I think shapewear is like girdles and stuff to like, um, 
make them not be in the shape. Just the word shapewear, I think that's to make them not be in the shape that the Lord made them, you know? And if you are in a relationship where um, you want your significant, significant other to be in a shape that God didn't make them, probably you should not say nothing, you know? Probably you should not say something, and really, you shouldn't give them something to make them not in the shape that God made them, right? But, I mean, that's just, I mean, if you want the relationship to end, or if you want trouble, Jack, give them that. That's something that's on a list that I saw online. Um, what else? Um, oh, books like personal growth and self-help books, or parenting books, or or relationship books. Like, pretty much, if you give somebody, like, a self-help book, like, guys, if you're married, and you give your wife, like, a, you know, how to be a good wife for dummies, let me tell you something, man. You can just kiss goodbye any good times that you was gonna think about having, you know, after she opens up that gift under the tree, no matter how nicely it is wrapped. Um, or like a self-help book, like how to quit smoking or like nicotine patches or, um, I think a bad thing to give somebody for Christmas is like an intervention. If they needed an intervention, like if you have somebody that like, if you were like married to somebody or dating somebody and they were like, had one of them strange addictions, like eating Play-Doh or something like that. And they're just like, I just eat so much Play-Doh. Christmas time is not the time to do an intervention. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Um, parenting books. Like if you give somebody a parenting book, it's like you're saying you're not a good parent or you could even be a better parent. No matter how you spend that, no matter even how you spend that, man, you're not going to win. You know, I think you're a great parent, but I think that you have the potential. This is just an opportunity to, to, to do better. This are, these are opportunities, you know, or like just relationship in general books. Them just ain't things, you know, if you want to get something like that for yourself, you know, and you let your your significant other know at Christmas, like, I bought this for me, like, I just want to be a better husband. Like, dude, you got to use reverse psychiatry. You know what I'm saying? So you'd be like, you know, how to be a better husband. They see you reading that. You ain't even got to read it, man. You just leave that on the nightstand. You know, do one of the bendy things on the pages. You know, maybe open them all. You know, because new books, like, you can open a book and tell if somebody's been reading it. Just open it. You know, you know, open it wide, you know, till you hear the little bit of glue crack, you know, in the middle of the book um, where it's bound. And, uh, you know, just turn all the pages real fast till that glue cracks and then do you a little, a little bendy page you know, somewhere in the middle. They just see that. You want to talk about, you want to talk about getting some points. You know, they probably wouldn't even say, if they say something, you could just be like, yeah, you know, I'm just, I I just really think that I can do better, you know, and just be dishonest. No, don't do that. That's all. Everything that I said is just a joke. I don't think that you should do this stuff unless you really like, want to to do better because that's not that's not that's not a recipe for um 
long-term success in a relationship. So don't listen to what I just said. That's just a funny thing that I thought about. Um, items that do, with anything, like anything, any kind of items that have to do with cleaning something. Like, baby, I got you this whole new cleaning set. You know, and it has all this new, I bought you the, I bought you the name brand Windex. It's not the Sam's Choice Windex, baby. I brought, I, I bought the Windex, the top shelf, you know, the top shelf cleaning supplies. You got some Comet. Ooh, you got some yellow gloves in there, baby. <sighs> look at that new, that new toilet cleaner. Boy, I bet you could scrub, you look so fine scrubbing that toilet paper doll. But, uh, yeah, don't be buying cleaning stuff. Um, what else we got? A scale. Don't buy a scale. Don't buy a scale for Christmas. I mean, a lot of this is common sense stuff. But some people, some people, here's the thing. Some people will buy stuff and sometimes um, people will tell you that they want stuff. Like when I was little, right? My dad um was like Glenn would you like this train or would you like this Hot Wheels set it it was more like he pitched it to me like would you like this great train Glenn it's splendid or whatever he said or the Hot Wheels set and I could tell that my dad really wanted me to get the train because he was more like he was more like into the train I wanted the Hot Wheels so bad. Like, I wanted that so bad. But I could see that my dad wanted me to pick the train just because of the way that he pitched it to me. And so I was like, I wanted the train. And so Christmas morning, he added on like this four by eight thing of plywood. He had set it all up. It was like going, yeah, the train was cool, man. The train was cool. But I'll never forget picking the gift that I thought that my dad wanted, right? Like, for I don't know why I did it. If I could go back, I don't know, man. I really wanted the Hot Wheels set because it went in like a loop. It was one of the ones that went in a loop, and I really wanted the Hot Wheels set. You know, the 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 train set was like 1950s, and the, the Hot Wheels set was like, man, this is fresh right here. This is, this is rad, you know? And, uh, and so, you know, sometimes people will say that they want something, right? They, oh, you can just get me, baby, we need some Tupperware. Just get me Tupperware for, dude, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you ladies too. Sometimes guys will say something like, just give me this, like, just give me that. And like, you really, I mean, you should just do your own research and figure it out, you know, um, because sometimes people will tell you stuff. You best not be, you know, doing that. A personal hygiene paraphernalia. That's what the para, paraphernalia. I thought it was paraphernalia. It's paraphernalia. A little bit of paraphernalia going on. That sounds a little dirty. A little paraphernalia. Paraphernalia. Anyway... Um, so you don't want to get like, oh, I bought you this, like something to shave with, you know, I bought you these wax strips. I bought, I bought you these, these tweezers, you know, because there ain't nothing like, I don't know, man, if hair somewhere, it ain't supposed to be, you ain't the one that needs to be pointing that out on Christmas morning, 
you know, you catch my drift. Um, what else does this here say? Something that you secretly want. That's, that's great. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I bought you this, you know, these Yankees tickets. Merry Christmas, baby. Yeah, no, don't do you. Don't even do that. I bought you these concert tickets to my favorite band. A workout video. Man, this thing's dated. If you buy any kind of videos. So I was at a store like a week ago and they had all these VHSs. Like they had them just all for sale. Like it's normal. You know? And I was like, that would make great Christmas presents for everyone that I know. It's just my I'm like, you know. And you get Lethal Weapon too, and you get you know forty eight hours, and you get Forrest Gump. You know, just give them all VHS cassettes for Christmas. Um, but yeah, workout videos don't do it, man. Don't even do it. Um, a framed picture of yourself alone. Now, I disagree with this. I think that's a great gift. Like, I think that that is a great gift. Like, don't just get them that. Don't just get them that. I mean, get them other stuff. But a framed picture of you, that's funny. That's just funny. You know, and you can be over the top when you do this. This would be kind of cheap. You could, it doesn't have to be no fancy, you know, picture. But I mean, with like the quality of phone cameras these days, you could do it yourself. You could have it blown up into like an 8 by 10 or 10 by 13 You could get like an over-the-top frame. Like a frame from like that's old and just big and gold. And, you know, it could be funny. So I kind of disagree with that. That could be, you know, a funny gift, a fun gift. There's a difference between a bad gift and a fun gift. All right. Um, an IOU. Don't be giving people IOUs. That ain't even, yeah, I don't even need to talk about that. I don't even need to talk about that, man, because that's just a bad idea. Um, what else? What else? Is there anything else here? Let's see. Clothes are kind of tricky, you know, unless it's like an item, like a hoodie or something like that. Um, diet diet stuff don't get them anything for a diet like here's a book about you know dieting lord knows you need dieting you know i think that if somebody gives you like unless you're like 800 pounds you know and you're just like you're gonna die this year a guide of how not to die of being large this year like i mean that's one thing but those are serious conversations i don't think christmas morning is the time that we need to you know be talking about it you know and if you if you look at your significant other and they're not and you don't see the most beautiful person in the world that you love more than anything then maybe you need to step back and reevaluate your life you know what i'm saying but uh what else I see another list said an appliance that she didn't ask for. But, I mean, yeah, don't get like, oh, I bought you this food processor for Christmas. You know, but if it's like, I could see, like, if I wanted a kitchen appliance that was, like, really cool, like Espresso Maker, for instance, or, like, a like a fancy mixer or something. Like, if it was something I really wanted that I wouldn't buy myself, I wouldn't think that that was that bad of a gift, you know? 
But, uh, I mean, to each their own. But anyway, that was a long introduction to the podcast today. I'm excited. It's, uh, it's, uh, Christmas is upon us. And, uh, and, you know, so I just had to say what I had to say about it. is going on everybody what's been going on with me um i don't know i've been really busy lately um just between work and personal stuff and running around and just the season is i did start physical therapy i talked about my wreck i think i talked about the wreck that i had in a um in a previous podcast and it turns out that i have uh bulging discs in my neck uh, I went to a neurosurgeon and neurosurgeon and, uh, they got me into physical therapy now. So I have this physical therapist that I go to every week and, uh, he shows me exercises to do with my body. And, uh, and so we're just trying to get, I'm trying to get, you know, especially my neck muscles stronger and, uh, yeah, because it's no fun, man. It's no fun when you're young. You kind of take not hurting a lot for granted, you know? Unless you were just a sick kid. You're like, hey, you know, I was a bow-legged youngin' or something like that, you know? I run around and it looked like I had boomerangs as legs, you know? But, uh, you know, it, overall, the older you get, the... The slower recovery time, you know, um, that you have when something goes down like that. So, I mean, it's been helpful to me. Um, it's been helpful to me to get into that because when you don't, there's stuff that you take for granted, right? So just bending and twisting and, you know, not hurting. You just take your body for granted sometimes. And sometimes, especially when you're younger, you're just like wide open. You do stuff that's bad for your body. And then you get older and you're like, dang. Because as soon as you're born, you kind of start dying. You know, if you think about it, the, as soon as you're born, you start dying. And when you're young, you just don't really feel that. But when you get older, you're like, man, this hoop, this hoopty body is like, I better calm down a little bit. And then, uh, and then when, ha when something happens, you're like, oh dear, oh my dear. You know, I say that a lot. I'm like, oh dear guys. <laughs> and then I get beat up. But, uh, anyway, I would just start talking like that. What if like, I started talking like, uh, like just like a grandma, you know, <laughs> it's just, just everything that I said. Sometimes I feel like I'm like, I'll pull up to a stoplight and somebody will look at me and they're probably like, you know, by by the way that I look, you know, they're probably like, he's listening to Waylon Jennings probably right now, you know, because I'm bobbing my head back and forth, you know, but I'm really listening to like, 
the holly and the ivy, you know, Bing Crosby. The holly and the ivy. Yeah, I'm going to do what I want to do, you know. So maybe I, I, I like to see people a little bit uncomfortable. I've talked about before on the podcast, like there's no, there's social norms. And the way that we interact with each other, um, there are, there's like an etiquette. There's like a, 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 um there's some word for it you know there's just some word for it man where you this is what you do you're taught this this is what you do in these social situations but when you when you have an awkward situation i'm not talking about creating an awkward situation to bring attention to yourself because sometimes i see something awkward happen that has nothing to do with me that i'm not a part of and i just enjoy the discomfort you know, on everybody's face, you know, because people don't know what to do sometimes in social settings. And I enjoy seeing that's almost like you feel more alive because you're like, nobody knows what to do, you know, because you're not just going when something awkward happens, you're not just going through the motions anymore. And so I just think that it's funny how people are like, oh, you know, but, you know, I don't know. Oh, my dear guys. But anyway, uh, what else is going on? Um, I was thinking about, I was, this something that I was thinking about. Actually, it was a couple weeks ago. And I was driving by uh, uh, like a little graveyard. It was actually a big graveyard. It was actually a hugest graveyard ever in the world. No, it was just like a pretty good-sized graveyard. But there's like a mausoleum out in the middle of it. And whenever I'm seeing a mausoleum, I'm like, man, them some highfalutin, you know, them some highfalutin people got a mausoleum because it's like a death house. You know, like a mausoleum's kind of like a death house. And, uh, and I'm like, man, I was like, I probably wouldn't even mind having a mausoleum. You know, having me a little, a little death residence, you know, because you got, you pretty much got three options. You can live in the mausoleum, you know, you can move into the mausoleum, you can be buried or you can be cremated. You know, cremated, um, is the most economic, uh, option. Being cremated is kind of like the Walmart option, you know? Wow, most people that shop at Walmart's probably gonna be cremated. That's a bold statement, Glenn. I'm gonna tell you what. I would say this. I would say that most people that shop at Walmart's gonna be cremated. Most people shop at Target is gonna be buried. And then like the mausoleum people, like the upper like the upper crust, you know, the people of the that have the mausoleums, I think that them people's probably, I don't know, where even are they? Them's not people that I'm around, so I don't know, I don't frequent the places that, you know, because I'm kind of in the, I'm in the cremated, you know, getting buried. That's my people, you know what I mean? I'll probably write a song about it. Like, cremated and buried people's my people. But, I mean, where are they shopping at? Where's the mausoleum people at? That's what I want to know. That's like Illuminati type stuff right there, man. Is the mausoleum people. 
But, I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool. It ain't got to be, like, I, I'm cool with, like, having, like, a tiny little mausoleum trailer. You know what I mean? It, like a mausoleum double wide. Like a little mini, like a little mini one, you know, or a little mausoleum apartment. They do got mausoleum apartments, you know. But, uh, you know, something like that. You know, I'd be all right with that. What would you want? You know, being buried would be all right, but this. I feel like if something happened and you were dead, and you know when you're dead, you're not supposed to wake up, but if you did, I would rather be in like a little, my little death double wide than I would be underground. That would be a bummer. Dude, if you woke up underground, you're underground, and you wake up, and you're like, well, I just got to die again. You know, think about back in the day when before doctors went to school. You know, before doctors went to school, like back in the, you know, turn of the turn of the decades or whatever. And they were just like pretty much back then. You just had to say, I'm a doctor, you know, get you some round glasses. And you were just you were Doc Watson, you know. And you were just like, I'm the doctor of the town, you know, out in the Wild West. And they're just like, let me see your credentials. They didn't care, man. You just stick your uh, stick your fingers down and pull the bullet out, you know. And uh, after the standoff at high noon. And you would just pull the bullet out. And if the people died, you're like, man, there's a lot of blood coming out of this guy. And you try to stop it. But if he died, you'd be like, it was a complication, you know. It seems like back then the stuff that you dealt with was pretty straightforward and you just guessed. You just had to act a little bit confident. Oh, I'm the doctor of the town, you know? But, uh, what was I going? I don't remember where I was going with that, but, but yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know about being buried. I guess that's why I say all that to say I don't even know about being buried. Being cremated, I guess that's kind of like, I don't know, man. It's okay, I guess. But that's just weird thinking about being ashes. Like I know you're right. If you're in a, if you're in the little death house or you're buried, you're gonna rot. You know what I mean? But it seems more natural. If you're cremated, it's like we're gonna speed up this process. You know, like we're gonna make you what you would be in a thousand years, like now. Or ever how long it takes. I don't know. I ain't trying to be morbid. It's a Christmas episode. I'm talking about Christmas. And then I'm like talking about, well, what about if you're dead? What do you want done? <laughs> You're like, jeez. Um, anyway. Uh, oh, this is something that I used to do that I was when I was little. Since we're on the topic of it. Um, I remember seeing a bunch of black and white shows. I grew up watching a bunch of, uh, black and white, um, TV just because I was raised in a house where we were exposed to things. It was kind of like the equivalent of being raised in the 1950s. Like if you put me beside like a kid raised in the fifties, there probably wouldn't be a big, there would be a little bit of a difference, but not a lot. And I'm kind of grateful to that for that in the sense that I grew up um, exposed to a lot of classic stuff. Like some of it I don't really care for now, like classical music. No, thank you. Um, 
but as far as the TV goes, like a bunch of really good comedy and like musicals and stuff that I would not have been exposed to had I not been raised how I was raised. And I was homeschooled. And I remember watching these these black and white TV shows and trying to like imagine them in color, you know, <laughs> just trying to be like, I wonder what the colors were, you know, because everything's just black and white. Man, I remember, I remember being like having pet rocks. I was thinking about that this week. I remember having pet rocks. I always wanted, I always wanted a dog. I think I wanted a dog because I wanted some companionship. I want a friend, you know. I mean, I had friends. I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like too sad, you know, because in hindsight, it's pretty funny that I had pet rocks. I'm like, well, like, uh, I want a, I want a dog, mom and dad. I want a dog. Can I please have a dog? And they're like, Glenn's lonely. Draw a couple faces on some rocks and give them to him. Yeah. And so I had these rocks. One was kind of a fat face and one was kind of like a skinny, narrow rock. I I wonder what happened to them rocks, man. So I had them. Um, And that's pretty good. I, uh, I saw this lady yelling at a kid in a wheelchair. And that ain't something that you see every day. You don't, every day um, of your life is not a day that you see a lady yelling at a kid in a wheelchair. And it was at a, it was at an amusement park and it was like standing in line for a roller coaster and they're pushing the little kid in the wheelchair. And the, the lady, I assume that was his mom, just was yelling at him. And I was like, how crazy is that? Yeah. Like, um, I was like thinking, what would I feel like? What would it feel like to yell at a kid in a wheelchair? It's not something that most of us will ever get to know that when you do stuff in life, man, when you do stuff in life, you don't really, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that a lot of us don't experience, but when you do what you do every day, you get to experience the emotions that are you know, tied to that activity. Do you know what I mean? So yelling at a child in a wheelchair is not something like, I don't think that I'm going to know what that feels like. You know, if it was like a really bad kid, but this kid was just sitting there taking it. Well, I mean, he was sitting there. That's kind of messed up. He was just taking it. He he didn't seem like a bad kid. It's like probably a mom's at a theme park. She's like, I've been here all day. I've been pushing this chair around all day with this kid in it. And like, you know, one little bit of sass, you know, might have set her off. I don't know the backstory. Maybe it's a little jerk kid, you know, and he had it come. <laughs> I was like, I'll never get to know. I, you feel kind of bad. You know what I mean? Like, you just naturally want to take up for, like, the underdog in that situation. But you're just like, I'm going to sit here and watch. You know? If she, like, she was yelling at him, if she would have put her hands on him, like, if she would have slapped the kid, I mean, I know that's your kid. But I'd be like, hey, man. Hey. You know, do we really need to slap the kid in the wheelchair? Is that really necessary? Does that need to happen right now? I would like to think that I'd be the kind of person to step in and be like, look, don't hit kids in wheelchairs. You know, if you pick up anything from my podcast, you know, today or ever, I think a good thing, I think a good rule of thumb just to live your life by every day is like, don't slap, you know, punch, 
um, you know, beat or hit with anything like an like an inanimate object. Don't pick up nothing and hit a kid on a wheelchair. It just ain't all right to do, you know. So anyway, moving along. Um, so when I went to the neurosurgeon, I talked about going to the neurosurgeon. I drove up um, to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go to this place I ain't never went before. I had an appointment. Um, and it was on, it was actually on Halloween. I went there and I went all, I went in one building, right? I went in the first building and, uh, cause it was like a medical plaza and, uh, so there's a lot of buildings. There's a lot of different specialists. There's so much specialists now, you know, and I think that there's so much specialists because a doctor, there's like a general doctor, but then you know, a referral, they'll be like, let me refer you to a specialist. This is a referral. And what a referral is, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what a referral is. A referral is a doctor being like, man, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know. You know, and so that, then they say, we'll give you a referral to a specialist. You know, and they'll dress it up and 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 they'll make it sound like, oh, we care about you so much. That we're sending you. You don't know what you're doing. You don't even know what you're doing, man. That's why I got to go to a specialist. Well, it's a doctor of podiatry. It's just, no. You just don't even know about what my foot is wrong with it, you know. But anyway, so I went to this medical plaza. And I went in this one place. And it was like a dermatology place. And I went around. And I said, I went in. And I was like, where is this place? You know, where is this specialist? And they were like, oh, it's upstairs. What The first girl was like, I don't know. The lady was like, I don't know. And then the other lady said, with confidence. I got to hand it to her. She lied with confidence. She's like, they're upstairs. So I went, I got on the elevator. I went upstairs. I'm kind of tired. You know, it's, I forgot what day Halloween fell on. But I was like tired and I just had a long day. It was kind of rainy outside. You just kind of like, oh, just trying to get through this, you know, and, uh, you know, because you never, you don't go to doc, you don't see a lot of excited people at doctor's offices. You know, when you go to the doctor, whatever you're going for, you don't see it. You're not like, Ooh, I can't wait. You might be like, I can't wait to get relief, but you don't have a, how should I say it, man? You don't see a lot of people that are thrilled to death to be at the doctor or the dentist. You know, it's just like, man, I'm here not because something not cool happened or is happening in my life. Yeah. Especially if you're at a specialist. If you're at a specialist, something not cool is happening to your body. You know, so it's not a lot of joy. So I'm just kind of like, oh, and I go up to the second floor. My person ain't there. I go back down on the elevator. I go to a different building. I finally find my, where I'm supposed to be, right? So after the appointment, it's on the first floor of this building. After this, the appointment, I come out of the doctor's office, get on, like, I get on the elevator, and then I um, hit the first floor, um, and then the doors just stay shut, like the the the... Elevator's like, dude, 
was going was wrong why are you on the first floor getting on an elevator pushing a button to be on the first floor so the doors just stayed shut and i was like i think that i'm stuck on this elevator like i'm like this ain't i guess that this is happening now and so then i got off and i looked around and there's my doctor's office right there and then i was like well the ele- that elevator didn't work let me try this here other elevator let me try this neighboring elevator you know, so I was pushing the button to that elevator, you know, right in front. You walk in this office, there's the receptionist there and whatever. And I'm like, let me try this other elevator. So I get out of that and I try to get on the other elevator and I look over to my right and there's the parking lot. And I was like, man, I just try to take an elevator from the first floor to the first floor. I don't even know, man. It was like. Uh, I don't know what the people thought of me that seen me do it, you know, but uh, I ain't too much worried about it. Made for a good, <laughs> made for a good. You ever been so tired that you don't you forget the thing that you just did, you know? You forget what you just like. Did I do that? Did I take my, you know, melatonin? Yeah, you know, I think that some nights I'll take my melatonin. And then I'm like, did I take my melatonin? This is like two minutes later. And you're just sitting there trying to think if you took it, you know? You run your tongue back to your molars. You're looking for a little morsel, you know? One of them little strawberry morsels of the gum. Because you got to get the gummies, man. I get the gummies for all my vitamins. Man, I ate a handful of gummies, you know, every night. And I'm like, you know, you got your elderberry, you got your melatonin, you got your vitamin C. It's fun being a grown-up, you know, candy vitamins. We didn't ever have no candy vitamins when I was little. We had the Flintstone vitamins. I don't even think they were the Flintstones. I think they were the knockoff Flintstones. And, like, I remember, like, my, my mom would, like, break them in half and stuff. You know, you don't want too much vitamins, children. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, anyways, um, it was like I was trying to get on a time portal or something. If you knew where a time portal was, would you get in a time portal? I read this, I read this account of a guy that I think he was going to, um, it was like a bookstore or something with his wife. And she crossed over and was going to the bookstore. And then he crossed across the road. And then all of a sudden the bookstore was gone. It was like some kind of department store or something. And everybody was dressed like really old fashioned. And then um, he saw somebody else that was dressed modern day like him. So he followed that person and ended up back at the bookstore with his wife. And he asked about, um, I think he asked her about, you know, something crazy. This just happened to me. She was like, oh, yeah, this used to be like a general store, a department store or something. And it was just wild. I was thinking about if there's time portals, you know, and if I would, like, purposely go through a time portal or what you would do if you went through one, you know, what would you do? I'd be like, oh, man. I ain't even got time for this. (laughs) 
Oh, uh, but anyway, um, something else funny that I heard, I heard that, I heard this like, uh, earlier this week is that squirrels can't find 75% of their nuts, right? Of the nuts that they hide. Squirrels are always on the go. They're like, they, they they're just crazy, man. They're like stressed out little animals. I got bit by a squirrel in the finger one time. I tried to hand him a peanut and he was like in a tree on the side, and I tried to hand him a peanut, and he bit my finger. But, uh, I didn't, I mean, I don't hold that against squirrels, but, um, I think that that's, uh, I think that that's pretty funny. <laughs> they're just like, they're just like, where's my nuts? Yeah, and they're just, they can't find, like, one in four, one in four nuts is all that they can find. So I just, that cracked me up. That's a little thing. Sometimes you just hear stuff that, uh, that cracks you up and I heard that and uh and that I thought that that was pretty funny but um what else is going on I took a CPR class I took a CPR class which is cool because I never um I never took I never knew really how to do CPR like I knew um like I had the general idea but it was cool to finally take a class and like get certified and learn how to do it and learn how to do the uh like the little shock things that you put on people um I learned all about that and how all that works um there are people that that uh that I saw online because I remember I'd seen like do not resuscitate um tattoos on people like whatever you do, do not resuscitate. And see what's funny about those is you make those decisions, like you make a decision to get that tattoo when you're like alive and everything's cool. Or maybe like maybe some people get those when they're term like they have some kind of terminal illness, but I thought that it was like crazy to get a tattoo like that just like a cuz I'm hard. I got to do do not resuscitate tattoo. But I was thinking about how many people there are that have those and then they need like CPR or something or they need like medical attention and they're like no 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 no. <laughs> no, you know. I bet there's more people that that used to have them tattoos that uh anyway you know, that, because I guess, you know, you wouldn't live to regret getting that tattoo. Um, but I wonder if there's like a, you know, if there's anybody that had that tattoo and then needed medical attention, they're like, man, just kidding. You know, they're like, give me a Sharpie, you know, and then they write JK, you know, right under it. That's about all that you could do. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, anyway, Anywho, that's uh that's something that I learned to do, so that's pretty good. Hooray for me. Hooray for what I do. Or what I know. But uh I like learning new stuff, man. When you're younger you don't really enjoy learning as much. I think when you get older and you learn something um I don't know, something new. It's kinda cool, you know? I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about knowing what to do if something horrible happens but um but anyway that's about all i got for today um i just want to check in and talk to you guys uh i don't know everything's going pretty like really good in my life and i'm happy for the most part today i don't know i felt a little bit off today 
and uh, I don't want to say depressed, but uh, just, I don't know, a little bit off my game. And uh, I know that I'm, I'll be all right. I'm always all right. Um, and usually it's just, uh, I don't know, you just feel tired sometimes or you feel kind of like, I don't know. I don't know really exactly how I'm feeling. You ever feel some kind of way? Like you ever, I've felt some kind, I've felt good before. Like I've felt good things before and not knowing what I'm feeling, you know? So I know that if I feel a little bit bad, I'm not like, oh, I'm so depressed. You know, I'm not depressed, man. My life is good. Everything's good around me. Um, I have a good outlook on life. Um, maybe I'm just a little bit tired and need to, need to stop and just pump the brakes and rest. You know, I think that that's it. So I think that I'm going to chill out the rest of the day. Um, but I did want to do a podcast. I'm, I, 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 I like to do these. And so I thought that I would talk to you guys for a while, but, um, Thanksgiving's coming up. Oh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's all right, man. Thanksgiving's cool. I read the thing about Thanksgiving that I like is the food, like some of the food. And it's funny that turkey's like such a big thing because turkey's a lot like chicken. It just is. It's a lot like chicken. It's like the fat uncle of chicken. And it's like such a traditional thanksgiving it's funny that we don't eat turkey like people eat turkey sandwiches more but as far as the bird i wonder why we just don't eat turkey more i don't understand it because that thanksgiving is all cheap it's like cheaper than chicken but it's like oh cooking the turkey i don't know i don't know why we don't do it more maybe it's so big a lot of people do ham ham's all right but ham seems more like I could eat that any time of the year. It ain't special like turkey, you know. But I'm looking, I like my cornbread dressing. So that's what I'm looking forward to, you know. But I hope to talk to you guys soon. I hope that you all um, take care. And until next time, uh, goodbye. <laughs>